Welcome to Gulf Life Now, where you can learn about all things real estate and life on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Your host is Bill Anderson, who includes his considerable knowledge and personal experiences about relocating to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Whether you're buying, selling, or just interested in living on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, this podcast is for you. Welcome again to Golf Life Now. I'm going to talk about a topic today that might be a little bit unsettling to some, but I think actually uh, it goes towards a little bit of freedom for most of us. I am speaking more specifically to those of you who are listening that are Gen X and are baby boomers. Uh, You know, none of us are getting any younger. Uh, That's a joke, by the way. And uh, baby boomers are getting much older while Gen X are gaining that gray hair and starting to uh, be into grandparent mode. What I'm going to talk about today is preparing to take care of everything that you have, all of life's accumulation of stuff, and the damage that that can do if you just leave all of that behind. Something happens to you, you pass away, and... Your family has to deal with that whole garage, that basement, the attic, all the stuff that you've accumulated over the course of years. Remember those trips that you took to Europe or to uh, Buffalo and saw the the falls, Niagara Falls, and you bought all those cute little things that uh, were, you know, sold to you in the souvenir shops? Maybe it's time to start unloading some of those things. Uh, I'm saying that you need to start putting yourself in the mindset of thinking about a move. Assuming that you're going to move your physical location somewhere, and many of you will at least at some point. Now, those of you that can live in your house and you are physically capable to stay in that home well into your 80s, for, for example, eventually you will need to move someplace where people can take care of you. Maybe it's back with your children. Maybe it's into a care facility. That's just the fact of life. So now that you know that, what's going to happen to your stuff? The longer you wait, the less capable you will be to make not only decisions about what happens to the stuff, but take care of it so that it doesn't become a burden for somebody else. I can go into all kinds of detail, and I'll bring up a few things. I know of family members that have had to deal with this in the past, and it's terrible. Uh, The infighting with the family about who's going to get what, that type of thing can all be avoided. So here's where you start. Take a look at what's in your garage. Now, so many people around the country have a one-car garage, two-car, three-car, or even four-car garage stuffed with everything to the point where they can't even put their cars in. Mine is like that. Uh, So my garage, I have a three-car garage, and I can't put a car in there because I have so much stuff in there. I also have stuff uh, stored up above the garage, and I don't have an attic where my my location, but I have some things at the office as well. So think about those of you that have storage locations that have put furniture and things in there and are paying for that for years and years and years. So what I want to do is appeal to your ability to think uh, dollars and cents here. So let's get rid of those storage facilities once and for all, things you'll never use. Stop thinking you're going to use them. You won't use them Uh, There's all kinds of sayings, well, if you haven't looked at it in six months or whatever, but just decide it's time to cut, cut it, 
loose. You may have spent a lot of money on something. It probably doesn't have much value now. But if you can sell it on Craigslist or on uh, Facebook Marketplace, fine. Put it up for sale. Have a monster garage sale. You know, there are people that will do a garage sale for you if you don't like to deal with the public like that. You can hire these people. They'll come in. They'll bring everything out from your house, and then you can put it all out there, and they'll sell it. And what's left over, they can take it and dispose of it or donate it to charity if there's anything anybody wants. The bottom line is your house will be decluttered and clear and easy for Uh, any of your relatives to deal with and when you do move because you're probably going to move then uh, you won't have a lot of junk sitting around and frankly you might treasure something but it's going to be somebody's uh, somebody else's junk for example so it's time to just start thinking about all those trinkets all those things sitting on shelves in your house those were all cute they were nice at one time but do you really need that stuff can you part with it you know Uh, cry some crocodile tears and let it go it's just part of a transition in life that you need to get through but you don't want to put that burden on others to make those decisions if you have items of value then it's time to create a will and decide who's going to have these things when you're gone for those of you that are the gen xers look uh, you're younger you're in your 50s for example But there are a lot of people in their 50s now that are just passing away for no real reason, no long-term disease or anything else. So you are vulnerable. It's time to start looking at that. The other thing I like to think about is we have lots of things in our garage that other people may want in in our basement, in our attic. If you sell all of that stuff, you'll get some money back. And then stop buying things you don't need if you can't use it for something when you buy it and then reuse it again don't buy it go down to home depot and rent something rent a tool rather than buying a tool there's just that time in your life when you've got to say to yourself i don't need anything else i just need food i want to travel and you know you might need another shirt but if you have a whole closet full of shirts why do you need another shirt You know, get over the idea that you have to have the latest fashionable thing all the time. If you have nice clothing to wear, then wear that clothing and start to clean out those closets as well. I can say that because I have this giant closet I never throw anything away. Therefore, I have it when I gain weight and when I lose weight. But I have too much because... Sure enough, you know, you end up accumulating. You bought a t-shirt here, you bought this there, and I try not to buy these things any longer. I am getting better at it. Uh, My wife keeps helping me with that situation. I'm not much of an accumulator of things anyway anymore, but I have stuff. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to do all the same things that I'm telling you about. I have in the past put things up for sale, sold things to friends, and uh, it's nice to have a few hundred dollars here and there that come in. For example, I end up with two lawn tractors. That's a long story I'm not going to tell you about, but I don't need both of them now, and I have some trailers. I need to get rid of all of those things. So some of you have extra cars you don't need. Uh, Maybe you have collectible cars that are great, and you have one or two in your garage. Maybe you have an old Ford in there. And you don't do anything with it. You never fixed it up. 
you're not physically capable of getting in there and tearing out the engine and working on it, it's time to let it go. It's time to let things go and focus on people and relationships and all of the other parts of life that make things worth living for and stop accumulating stuff. Now, for most Americans, if we were just to back off a little bit, 10 or 15% in accumulating stuff, we could probably cut the cord with China, maybe make a few things back in this country again. Uh, that's just a kind of an aside here. You know, I had to throw that in. But for many of you, you just need a kick in the pants a little bit to get started with this. Don't wait until you can't do it. If you know you've got some issues with a knee or something else that are coming up, then and you need to actually be able to physically move some of these things around, uh, get some help if you're already in that position. But if you're getting there uh, where you can still do it yourself, then it's time to start doing it yourself. Get your family involved. If you have lots and lots of stuff, give it away. I've done that a number of times. Every time we've moved, we've gone through this kind of process. And the last time when we moved to Mississippi from California, the cost of moving was so high, it still is, by the way, on a propound basis, that it actually is less expensive to give away some items and buy them at the new location rather than pay the cost per pound to ship that item over when you can have something new for the same cost. Uh, that made a lot of sense to me. So we got rid of a lot of things. When I say get rid of it, most of it went to our family or to charity or to a big garage sale. I was pleased, again, with a few hundred dollars that I had earned in the garage sale. Uh, and then, uh, I, of course, I loaded up my family members. And now they probably have a lot of stuff in their garages that they're never going to use either, but they felt compelled to take it. Uh, so I'm going to be talking to them about saying, hey, you know all that stuff you took from me? Don't feel obligated to keep it. Give it away to somebody else. Let somebody else have it. Come on, just let's start to declutter our lives. You'll feel better about it. It's something you won't be leaving behind for somebody else to deal with. So now I'm going to flip back over and tell you a quick story, just one story of many, and I think all of us probably have heard one of these horror stories. There was a uh, person who was a uh, kind of connected to the family, and they were a hoarder. Uh, you know, if you've ever seen a hoarder, it's something to behold. We're talking about people who have a two-story house, and half of the stairwell all the way up is full of stuff. Bedrooms that are no longer being used are stacked. The closets are stacked. You can't even get in the door. Apparently, they must have just opened it up a little bit and just kept tossing it on top of the pile, and they could never get in there to see what was in there. But they never threw anything away, newspapers, magazines, um, all kinds of just trash, basically, in addition to real things. And over the years, and the garages were full, uh, it just, it, it was terrible. This person passed away and left the job of cleaning it up to the family members who were just devastated because of the amount of time it was taking to do this. Because inside the house, in different places, there were valuable things that were just found inside of a drawer or something else. So it wasn't just as easy as saying, hey, we're going to hire some people and haul all this stuff away. 
although frankly I may have just done that because if I never saw it I wouldn't know it was gone uh, but they took the time months and months hours and hours and hours to go through all of it and there wasn't a whole lot of argument about who should get what fortunately in this case but I know of cases where that is not true and all that people did was just argue about every little thing every little necklace every coin every item who was going to get it so don't do that to your family think about it now unclutter your life get rid of things if you want to give something to your family when you're gone just give them money you know just prepare a will do a trust you know go through that whole process and and give everyone what you want to give them but just don't give them a lot of junk and if you want to give them junk give it to them now there's no reason for them to take your whole collection of crystals after you passed away you don't have room for that just just imagine if you're living in a three-bedroom house or a four-bedroom house and you choose to retire in place and stay in that house that's fine but declutter it now and start thinking of maybe moving to a two-bedroom or one-bedroom condo somewhere and clean everything out as if that's where you're going now you may never go there but at least that's the idea that if you don't have room for it then get rid of it and you don't need to look at it every day it was cute when you bought it, it was kind of nice it was exciting the collecting part and for a lot of us it's the actual buying that's the thrill and once we have it well you know not so exciting or it's the search for something it's a search for a plate that you wanted and you finally found the plate you bought the plate and there's the plate and it's nice for a few years and then it just gathers dust get rid of it it's time to let it go well uh, that's why I'm here to talk to you today as about all of those things don't forget the office the storage location get rid of the storage location lock it up and stop paying all the money for that how about getting that stuff out of the basement or in the attic clean out the garage put your car in the garage that might be a novel thing for some of you uh, one last thing is that you're going to have a lot of keepsake things that you don't want to get rid of and one thing is photographs actual printed photographs that don't exist digitally anywhere uh, you can take those and scan those there's actually a scanner that you can buy which I did it was a couple hundred dollars but it was worth it because I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of actual photographs and what you do is just just stack all these in there about 50 at a time and this thing will scan super fast it does a really good job high resolution and then after all those photographs are scanned you can box them up and give them one of the family members again get rid of them uh, in case they need them for something and then what you can do is spend some time and go through those scans and you can identify every single one of those photographs and now your family has a record of all of this on an Apple Drive or a Google Drive somewhere out there in the ether where you've given the entire family and your friends access to look at all those same thing with um, uh, motion pictures if you have for example 8 millimeter or 16 millimeter film uh, you can have all that film digitized and then you can put that out there as well on your Apple Drive or your Google Drive or some other drive and that way you can pack all that up or even frankly you can get rid of it uh, or donate the pictures to some maybe a museum somewhere uh, particularly if, for example if you have World War II pictures you may be able to donate those to the World War II Museum over in New Orleans for example uh, or to some local 
uh, place. If you have some historical pictures of your local area, most of the uh, local er uh, areas, cities will have a historical society and they'll be glad to take those from you. So you can do things and that's activity by itself. And if you're retired and you need something to do, this is a great hobby for you. It's also a hobby that the Gen Xers can get their family involved in as well. Uh, even the baby boomers get the Gen Xers and the, even the grandchildren involved in doing the scanning and finding a place to uh, move these uh, photographs and other keepsakes to. Well, again, thank you for coming, and I hope that you will come back and listen to some other of our podcasts. And don't forget to visit our website, LoganAndersonLLC.com. That's Logan. L-O-G-A-N-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-L-L-C dot com. And it's Logan Anderson Gulf Coastal Realtors. We actually sell property and we help people buy property and we work with people that are buying their beautiful home on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. If you want to live on the beach, let us know. We can certainly help you with that. Uh, and also, if you're an investor and you're interested in buying a property for a short-term rental or a, um, even a second home, if you're interested, give us a call and go to our website and check out some of the properties there. Thank you.